0: Don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't
1: you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up, you got to pump it up. All right, welcome back to Blue by ninety. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kalen as always, and for the first time in a decade, we can say on here that Michigan has beaten Ohio State, and they're heading to Indy. Let's fucking oh, go! Uh, let's go.
2: Let's go. My heart's
1: still beating.
2: I, it might have been I, jumping around to pump it up, but I'm, I'm fucking
0: pumped. What a day. I said I would do it to the OG listeners on the podcast. If we ever beat up State Ohio State, I would pop a bottle of champagne live on the podcast. Let's go! I
1: I love it. I love it. Look at you, pop that bottle, baby. I want to see.
2: I want to hear a good, just
1: oh, beautiful. Oh yeah, that's a
2: good, beautiful.
1: Take a nice long sip of that. (laughs) Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers! Cheers. Oh, cheers, my coffee. Cheers! Cheers yeah. The coffee. I will definitely be Sunday funding later. Um, oh yeah! Right now, I I've never been more hungover, but more happy at the same time. Like I, it doesn't. I don't even care that I'm hungover right now because it, this is the most euphoric feeling ever. Did you keep drinking last night after you got home? Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> good I mean, for you. Come on. I I just. It was, I was, I would have been okay if I died in the Chrysler parking lot. Just like, just <laughs> bury me there and know Ended that all I, on a went out. I went out on a good spot. Oh my God. So, oh man,
2: I was texting, I was texting my buddy this morning. I won't, I won't shout out his name so he doesn't get in trouble, but he was like, this is the best day of my life but like it's like he like, say, just for the record if anybody asks my wedding day was the best day of my life but this was actually the best day of my life I'm like dude same my, my wife doesn't listen to this so I'm, I'm happy to say it
1: yeah <laughs> sorry babe but this is the best day of my life so I know I've got a wedding coming up that day you know it probably will be the best day of my life but eh, probably not to be honest it'll be, clo- be a close second close yeah. second yeah close second 1a 1b situation uh, <laughs> but I mean we I think first and foremost we got to talk about the environment yesterday. Holy it, shit. It was the best environment. I mean that I, I've been going to games since 2009 and I don't think I've missed more than a handful of home games in the, in the last decade and it is it was by far the best environment of of all time. And the best part was that it was every play from start to finish. It wasn't like, all right, let's just get up for these, you know, one uh, for this third down or fourth down or something like that. It was truly every single play.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can go back to, you know, games. I think Kalen and I have watched together and big Nate uh, and I went to the Wisconsin and Penn State games there were night games back in like 2018. And that atmosphere was, you know, before this, the best that I've ever been a part of. But like you said, it was just so constant. In our section, shout out to our section, section six, everybody was standing up the entire time. Everybody was loud. Everybody was cheering. The Just like you said, the, the constant energy that was going through the big house, was just absolutely incredible. If I could bottle it up and just save it forever, that would be the greatest thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't at the game. I was watching on TV, and it, like, sounded very loud. Um, and you could tell that the crowd was making an impact. So I love it. Let's keep it rolling, man. Like, that's standard now. <laughs> I mean, five false starts too, right? Five or six? This
2: for crowd
1: offense? truly, they truly did have an impact on this game. And, like, this is the first time that I felt like, wow, A, another team came into Michigan Stadium and, like, didn't know what the fuck to do. They were, like, deer in headlights, especially on that first drive. You know, they have the fumble, then they started having these false starts. They go three and out. I think they were just, like, holy shit, this, this team and this crowd is for real. And they sit, you know, ever since that first drive that set the standard and they didn't know what, what hit them. Um, The, and then, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, but the video of the teams going into the locker rooms at halftime where Ohio state went in first and then Michigan's behind them just going ballistic and Ohio state players are like looking back, like, What's going on? Like they just literally didn't know what hit them in that moment. They looked
2: defeated, like they were just like yeah. you know slowly like walking up there. And then you see all the Michigan players, you know, behind them. It's like with oh, middle fingers, fingers up, dude. middle fingers up in the air. Oh man, you could you could tell at that moment. I mean, Michigan was just so fired up and they are ready to play. They brought the energy, baby. Oh my god, I'm still like reeling from yesterday.
1: Oh my god, I I watched I rewatched it today. And first of all, yesterday I was emotional. So for anybody out there that cried or had emotions going like, don't it's, it's okay. I'm telling you right now, don't be ashamed. Like this was so long coming and we've been through the shit as Michigan fans and we all deserve this. I think from the fan base to, Twitter, to Instagram, to, you know, people that are in California all the way to the East coast, the people that were there yesterday at the game, like everybody, we all deserve this moment because we've, how many times before this has it been like, all right, this is the game, this is the game. And then just, you know, it doesn't happen. And we've been let down so many times that that's what made this feeling yesterday and still going on today. So much better.
2: You know, I you know obviously happy like you said happy for us happy for the fans happy for the players but most importantly I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh man the monkey yeah. is off his back and even for Michigan as you know as a football team the last time we beat Ohio State in 2011 it were six and six you
1: right. know, this
2: is a this was a top two team in the country that Michigan beat and totally dominated the entire game like that is a great feeling great feeling
0: that was amazing yeah I mean. Number two team in the country. This was a good Ohio State team. Like, I, that, the fact that they lost doesn't take that away from them, right? So, the fact, which makes that win even more important for us, right? And more important for Jim Harbaugh. So, I mean, I, I just feel like, as a fan, I love it, and I'm super happy
1: for Jim, man. I'm happy for Jim. I'm happy for Aiden Hutchinson, who, Mm -hmm. you know, he's wanted this so bad. You could feel the passion throughout the entire season coming from him. And it all came down to yesterday. And that was what was so great to watch him. And he balled out and just like willed Michigan to, you know, a, a victory. And the best part about yesterday too was like the whole team played incredible. Nobody had a all. bad game. They really limited their mistakes to a, a, just a couple and it was it was awesome to watch just everybody contribute and it was that that was it was a true team win. Like it was a true team win and it was also an ass beating. Michigan was the better team on the field yesterday. And that's what made it better as well. It wasn't some fluke. They didn't win because of turnovers. They didn't, you know, win because uh, of officiating. It was Michigan came out. They played harder. They played better. And they were the better team than Ohio State yesterday. And, dude,
2: get, I remember I mean, all season, everybody's talked about this. They're like, you know, what is Cade going to look like? Is he going to be able to step up in the big game? And he didn't have to throw the ball well for Michigan to win that game, but he did. He threw some good deep balls. He had some – I think he had a couple to Roman. He had a dot that he threw to uh, Cornelius, Cornelius Johnson. Oh that got him inside. God. That was such a beautiful throw, dude. With, with a DB right on him, he hit him in stride. So, Cornelius yep. literally looked up as the ball was coming down, and, like, he didn't have to adjust it all. He had to put his hands out there. So, yep. big, I mean, shout-out to K, man. Silence the haters. You dominated that game. You only had to have 19 pass attempts because Haskins just had a field day. Right. I mean, that O-line, our O-line just dominated the Ohio State defensive line. Haskins had good runs, Blake had a couple of good runs. Which is what what a beautiful 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 day. Even yeah. JJ. JJ yeah, JJ had a couple of nice runs and he had a I didn't He had that great throw to remember.
0: Roman.
1: 30 yard pass. Remember that
2: pass, but I can't but I can't remember it.
1: He it was reason. down the right sideline where he like put it just over the guy's fingertips by about an yes. inch and okay. it was perfect. Now. Um, but I mean, Cade outside that his interception, I will say that was a bad throw. Um, and honestly, I would have loved to watch Michigan run the ball in that situation. You know, you're up, uh, and you, you kind of can really solidify your lead there. Um, but also I love them being aggressive. And I thought Josh Gaddis, man, I, you got to give it up to Josh Gaddis, both coordinators. Obviously we've talked about how, you know, well Jim has done. But both coordinators, Gaddis and Mike McDonald, unbelievable games. Let's start with Gaddis. The play calling was really creative in the first half. They had the uh, the um, reverse to to Henning for a touchdown. Beautiful. That was that or was that a, that was a touchdown? Yeah. Correct. He was, I think that, that was one. the first touchdown yeah. of the game. Yeah, yeah. So the, I just thought that they came out and they they really had a good game plan on the offense, um, and then. I mean, Cade, when you're talking about Cade, he didn't have a single incompletion after six minutes left in the second quarter. He went the whole second half without an incompletion. Wow. That's just putting your nuts on the table and saying, hey, we're getting this done. And even in the biggest moments, that's what Cade McNamara has done all year. He said, I'm calm, cool, collective. You know, we we can get through this. And I think after that first interception in past years, that would have been the turning point, right? And we, in this offense would have said, I don't know if we can get it done. They came right back out. They said, we're going to play bully ball. And they, and they got it done. So I, I was super impressed by everybody all around. I mean, you talk about Mike McDonald, then let's talk about this defense, dude, that Ohio state offense, nobody had stopped them all year long. Especially, I mean, since Oregon, they they hadn't scored. They I don't think they had a single game outside of Oregon that they didn't score 30 points. And Michigan just came out and Aiden Hutchinson. Holy shit! Should we start his Heisman campaign, dude? I saw his odds got boosted.
2: He's like top. He's a top three odd getter right now. Wow! For the Heisman, he's ahead yeah. of Kenneth
0: Walker. He is ahead of him. Wow! Sorry, That's Sparty. Crazy.
1: I mean, oh, I man. think if he goes out and has another great game next week, if they win and possibly go to the college football playoff, like he's going to continue being talked about. And that would be incredible to have him go out with the Heisman. So props to him, but props to the whole defense too. Like it wasn't just Aiden getting there, you know, the rest of the D line, they bottled up their run game. Uh, Ohio state only had, um let's see. Their rushing yards was uh 64 rushing yards on the entire day from a Travion Henderson who has d- done incredible this year.
2: Mm. I do I mean talking about the defense too and we've been talking about Ben Don't Break all season. CJ yep. Stroud still almost threw for 400 yards that game. But it wasn't was deep balls. Right, exactly. The longest one was 39 yards to Alave. But even like Smith and Jigba and Wilson, 26 yards was their long. Travion Henderson, same thing. Like it wasn't – they don't have like a 70-yard breakaway touchdown. They didn't have anything like that. I think the secondary played incredibly well against the top receiving core in the country, and it's not even close. I mean, a lot of – just a lot of positive things came out of that game because you saw Michigan literally manhandle the top-ranked offense in the country. Yeah, I mean that. If that tells you anything, going into you know Big Ten title game and going to, towards the playoff, I mean, there's some Michigan's got a real chance to win a national title this year. Who who would have said that going into the beginning of the season?
1: That's insane.
2: That is. I mean, insane.
0: that we need to really like clap it up for that secondary, right? I mean, they it's crazy. They we knew how good Ohio State's receivers were, and so we knew like they might make a play here or there, but you got to be ready for the next play, right? And they were 100% ready to do that. Like Garrett Wilson made that amazing catch for a touchdown, but we came Mm -hmm. right back next series and shut him down. Um, Mm -hmm. Nobody else could have done that. So that's like amazing for our secondary, amazing for Mike Donald. And I would never have guessed that was going to happen.
1: No, I I would have said, all right, they're going to get theirs a couple times, right? With big plays, big, big passes. And they didn't, they had, I mean, the, the touchdown to, to Wilson and then the deep pass to Olave, that 39 yarder, I think those were the only two plays where it was like more than, I don't know, 15 yards. I'd have to check for sure, but it felt like everything Stroud got was underneath and they were covered immediately. They took them down immediately. It wasn't, you know, a lot of times what Ohio state does is they have those underneath routes, but they have so much space to go run and, the the secondary played so well even on those deep balls even on those big catches they were covering them unbelievably you you just had to tip your hat to ohio state's receivers that really was it you know they just made unbelievable catches so i i think for for michigan to be able to play that well against this offense is just unbelievable i mike mcdonald it it did it felt like you know the same way that we've heard it and saw it every year that, you know, Ohio state prepares for Michigan at least once every week or once every, you know, a part of every practice. It felt like Michigan did that this year. It truly did. It felt like they were, they had the perfect game plan and it had been preparing that all year long just for yesterday.
2: Yeah. It felt like Michigan clearly prepared. Michigan won the, the, um, the coaching battle, 100%, yep. not even close. And, and, and like you said, it, I mean, it felt like Michigan truly prepared for this game
0: all year long and Ohio State just had no idea what hit them. Yeah. It was awesome feeling like really prepared for this game after the last two meetings where we just got destroyed, right? right. So then to totally flip the script and be like, no, 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 no. We're not going out that way again. Like, feels really good. Makes it even sweeter.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at these stats too. Uh, Ohio state rushing 30 attempts for 64 yards. They only averaged two yards a carry. I mean, that is, they didn't, they never ha- broke one really at all. Um, you know what I wanted to give a shout out to the secondary for as well um, is Rod Moore and Brad Hawkins and Dax Hill. They made tackles in space, in the open field, where it was usually those guys, whether it be Travion Henderson or one of the, the, uh, the receivers, they're so shifty and they make you miss. They made those tackles all day long. Man, first, Rod Moore coming on so strong as a freshman just has been playing really well. But that was what I thought was a big difference where we didn't miss tackles. On those, on those, and we really made those plays. That was a big difference in the defense, I thought.
2: Yeah, no, I was going to mention that too, so I'm glad you did. I mean, just the tackling in space. Like, I mean, we'll talk about, I mean, we've talked about it a million times. These are all five-star receivers, and typically they're shifty and they're able to get out of those tackles, but the tackling was just so impressive from the Michigan defense. And shout out to the D-line and the linebackers, like you're talking about for the Michigan rushing or the Ohio State rushing attack. It was just shut down completely. I remember there was a great uh, – I think it was a third down stop to open up the second half. Josh Ross just gets right through the middle of that D-line yeah. and just hammers Trayvon Henderson for a loss of two or three. I mean, that was a huge stop. to get – you know, stop Ohio State's any momentum that they might have thought they had to start off the second half and just brought it all the Michigan's way.
0: Yep. They did a great job forcing those, like, third and long and fourth and long conversions. I know they, they, did. they ended up getting a few of them, but – man, I felt like every series, I was like, it's like third and eight or like fourth and 12 or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were getting in trouble a lot.
1: Yeah. They had them. And then, you know, the crowd with the false starts, they were playing behind the sticks all day long as well. Uh, So between that, there was a couple fumbled snaps that they struggled with. Um, It really felt like Michigan didn't make many mistakes, but Ohio state did. It was a lot of self-inflicted stuff, but I think it was self-inflicted because of the crowd the pressure the game it, you know it felt like like you said Kalen Michigan was prepared for this game mentally physically game plan wise and Ohio State wasn't they were they were shell uh, shell shocked a little bit and the the other thing that we talked about this was a key to this game last week holding them to field goals you h- held them to a couple field goals in early in the game that was uh, the you know the first drive and then the last drive of the of the first half, holding them to field goals there, that takes you know eight points off the board, and so that's a big deal because when they had that two one score late in the in the third quarter and fourth quarter, you know it was if they have eight more points, they're leading at that time right so or it's tied up so that's a that's what I thought was a huge thing to stop that offense from scoring each time, hold them to three points. Well,
2: I'm glad you said that too. So Moody, as much as we love him, he had zero field goal attempts. Yep.
1: That's what they needed.
2: Michigan scored the touchdowns. That's what we needed. And Brad Robbins only punted twice in that game.
1: Oh my God. That's crazy. Like
2: those are huge steps. I'm trying to find the time of possession too. Um, I think Ohio State, honestly, like
1: yeah, Ohio State they had, did have they,
2: one, they had the ball for 31 minutes, yep. 32 minutes, and Michigan had it for 28, so
1: which was Not, a little surprising because right. you know you kind of thought that Michigan's key to winning this game was holding on to the ball, right? And mm-hmm. they did a great job in when they needed to to have uh, you know when when Ohio State scored uh, in the fourth quarter to make it with like nine minutes left to make it that one score game. Michigan came back and had a long drive for, uh, you know, to go for a touchdown to to put it back to to, uh, to, two scores. And I'm trying to look up that drive and how long it was. Um, Let's see. I believe it was nine plays for about five minutes uh, to put it to 35-20. That was a great drive where you milked some clock. Hassan Haskins just pounded it. Um, they did it when they needed to. So, yeah. um, yeah, man, it was awesome. God. The- no, I'd like it <laughs> to- over.
0: I like, I, I I'd like I'm, to hear. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'd like to hear a little bit of your guys's experience. I know we talked a little bit before we started recording about uh storm in the field at the end of the game.
1: Yeah. I mean, first, if, before we get to that too, pump it up after every <laughs> touchdown was the most incredible thing. And like, I love it that we kind of started it on this podcast with Joel and brought it to, to make it the touchdown song and social media. Shout out everybody on Twitter who loved it and all that stuff. But I mean, shout out Joel, shout out everyone. That was incredible. We were going nuts and the whole crowd was going nuts too. Everybody loved it, but yeah, I mean talking about rushing the field afterwards, it was insane. It was just a mosh pit and thankfully it didn't turn into like a Travis Scott situation because it could have been but Ooh, it was it was incredible. The feeling of everybody I I got to hug Moody. Moody we we embraced each other. Jack, you said you saw Joel too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: saw Joel. Yeah, and he I mean they those guys were just so excited. And I, I remember from from seeing Moody, I showed him the Money Moody hoodie that I was wearing, and he was like, "Man, we fucking did it! We did it!" I mean, those guys were so excited, and and Joel, same thing. You know, we shared a little embrace, pumping it up. It was uh, it was an awesome experience on the field. But dude, I felt like I was in like skeeps, like I was like getting pushed around, like I couldn't even control where I was at. Like every everybody was, there. and it, it was crazy how many people that I knew I saw on the field. Like one of my bosses from work, I saw him on the field. Um, but we, we ran into a lot of guys, it was I mean, it was just so cool. There was a video that uh one of our followers shout out to everybody that sent us videos of uh yeah. pumping up that we could share on our stories. One of our followers, uh, I want to say it was Amy something, but she got a video of everybody on the field when pumping up was playing, and you could see just like everybody jumping up and down. It's one of the coolest videos I saw here. I mean, that's it, it was the it was an out-of-body experience. It was, it was an out-of-body experience for sure.
1: It was, and I think what added to it is the snow really started yeah. to come down like late in the fourth quarter. And while we were on the field when we rushed it and it was like this magical moment that like everything panned out perfectly. It, it was, it, it was incredible. It really was the most incredible feeling. If you were there and, uh, you know, send us some more videos of what you guys got. We want to see everybody's stuff. Um, it was just an unreal moment because it was an unreal moment leading up to rushing the field too, because, Everybody was feeling it happening in that fourth quarter, right? And it was just like, oh, my God, we really did it. Everybody obviously was pumped up the whole game, but then I think everyone was a little reserved, myself included. Jack kept saying, (laughs) we're doing it. This is the year. This is the year. I was like, dude, shut up. Don't jinx this for us. Don't jinx this for us. (laughs) And then, like, that moment when everybody knew when we stopped him on that fourth down, and it was just like, holy shit, we really fucking did it. And it, it was just an unbelievable moment inside the big house
0: oh man it was it was oh had that same moment in my living room too oh
1: my god we did it yeah so Uh, i was hugging so many strangers and just like (laughs) oh my god yeah it, it was it was unbelievable dude i I, I was hugging every stranger around us after every touchdown too. And shout out to the, uh, to the guy. Uh, it was a guy and his wife in front of us that recognized us from, uh, from the podcast and everything. So that was awesome. We took a picture of him uh, or with him. So send us that picture too. It was, it, it was just, everybody was having the best day of their lives. Yeah. No, that, that was
2: awesome that was a pretty cool moment and you know shout out to him and his wife again I mean they were so cool we we came in hot into that stadium we were, we were ready to party and, and have a good time and I'm pretty sure I was jumping all over him half the time so oh, yeah. And it, well, the guy was a great sport those guys were awesome and the fact that they recognized us was, a, was fucking hilarious it was, it was like, hilarious it, this is way cooler
1: for us than it is for you right now <laughs> he was like this is so cool I was like no this is cool for us dude yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys I mean it's been just an incredible year shout out to everyone who's followed from the jump and shout out to all the new listeners since we've uh you know joined Maze and brew it has been an unbelievable ride and we have just enjoyed every second of it man and it, it's the best part we're not done we're not done dude we're going to fucking indie and it is i i truly can't believe it and i have watched so many of my friends, I'm sure that there are so many of you listeners out there, too. We've watched our Michigan State friends and our Ohio State friends go to Indy year after year. And just I, I watched them have the time of their lives there. They say it's an unbelievable experience. We finally get to experience that. Whether you're going, whether you're watching, we get to experience this team play for a Big Ten championship. I, I can't explain What this feeling is like right now.
2: So, Ro, you put up an article on Mason Brew the other day. So, how much money has Harbaugh accumulated so far since the Ohio State victory?
1: He got 500K for winning the, uh, I believe he got 500K for winning the, the East, the Big Ten East Division Championship outright. And then he will get another million if he wins the Big Ten Championship. That's insane. (laughs) So everybody, you know, they, Hey, they took that chance with the contract, right. And said, Hey, you got to prove it to us. We're cutting your salary. Now this is bonus. It's, you know, uh reward based. Um, it, it is. It, and so he has the chance to now make all that money back. He gets another, uh, what I loved about this uh, contract. It's a million for the big 10 championship and it's a million for the national championship. They said, this big Ten championship is just as important to us. And it is right. And he's gone out. He fucking beat Ohio state and God. I'm so happy for him. And he can go make his money. And then the assistants can go make their money as well. Um, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, so the, the Mike McDonald and Josh Gaddis, it was they for their um, incentive base, it was finished top two in the big 10 and top 10 in the country in terms of scoring offense and scoring defense. I'd have to look it up, but my guess is that offense is for sure in the top two. Um, They were right there in two and three, I believe, and they were close to getting into the top ten. They put up 42 yesterday, and then this defense stopped the best offense in the country, hands down. They've They've been number one in the country literally from game one to game 12, and this defense went out and stopped them too.
2: It's insane. It's crazy. Like we've been through so many tough years as Michigan football fans. And, and it, it's finally here. We can finally like, like it, it's still, it almost doesn't feel real. Like it feels so good. Like I'm supposed to feel this way after, you know, the weekend after Thanksgiving, I'm, I can be happy. You know, like these players, these coaches, I mean, Harbaugh, shout out to you for taking all those fucking licks that everybody's coming at you saying you can't do it. But he came out and did it. All the players believed. It, it's I can't even talk. It's it's incredible. I'm I'm so happy that I can be a fan of this team and and just
1: watch this ride
0: continue. Yeah, Paul Feinbaum, where are you at? I, I I know. I'm ready for I, that. I messaged
1: uh, I messaged our, our guy Bernsey that works uh, on the <laughs> on the Paul Feinbaum show. I said, Hey, you guys gonna have Jim call in on Monday morning or what? <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm excited to hear what Paulie has to say. <laughs> me too. Me too. I this is you know what it's been like you said it's been a long time coming for jim he's taking his licks time to talk your shit jim he did it in the post game and and called out ryan day he said some people are born on uh third base and think they hit a triple ryan day you inherited this team obviously i still think ryan day is a pretty damn good football coach because he's been able to keep it going but jim was able to turn around a program it took seven years But you did it, and here we are. You got the chance to go and keep proving it. So I'm so happy for him, man. These guys can finally talk their shit. I'm so pumped. And you know what? The one person that we really – we highlighted a little bit, but we need to highlight more, Hassan Haskins. Put the team on your back, though. Like legitimately just – they knew we were going to run the ball, and we just shoved it down their throat time after time especially on the, in that fourth quarter. They knew we were going to just milk the clock and run it. They gave it to Hassan Haskins, and he took it yards after contact, just incredible, just pounded it into them.
0: Dude, I heard MVP. That, I heard that the last Michigan running back to run for, like, over 100 yards and a few touchdowns against Ohio State was Tim Biakapatuka. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time since we've had a dominant rushing attack against Ohio State. Shouts out to Hassan. He needs a statue. He's a Michigan legend now. I don't even I, know what else to say. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> I, had a, I, I had a friend, we were talking about it, and uh, and they said, yeah, the, uh, the the blueprint is there for Michigan to win this game. You got to milk the clock and run just like Bianca Patuka did. And we were like, oh, so the blueprint is for somebody to have an all-time rushing day, 300-some yards, (laughs) all-time rushing day on the ground. I was like, if that's the blueprint, then I don't know if we're in great shape because you're taking, like, the greatest performance in history. Well, Hassan went out five touchdowns. He didn't have 300 yards, but five freaking touchdowns, man. He had an all-time day and just – It was an unbelievable game for Hassan Aspins.
2: Everything was just working, man. The blocking was incredible. Tight ends blocked incredibly. Uh, Receivers blocked incredibly well. And Hassan just followed his blocks, found holes. And he just had five tutties. Five touchdowns in a game against Ohio State. That's just, holy shit, Hassan. Good for you.
1: And their defense was, it was suspect against the pass. It's been good against the run all year, actually. So, I mean, the same way that we're shouting out Hassan Haskins, we've got to shout out this offensive line. Our guy, Andrew Vistardis, that came on the podcast earlier this captain. year. If you, the captain of this team from walk on to an absolute beast at center and leading this offense, unbelievable. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to our podcast on Blue by 90, actually, not on and Brew, but. Go listen to that with him. He talks about the Ohio State game. He talks about how these guys are different and how this is what they wanted. So this is just awesome to see. I mean, you've got Stuber, Zach Zinter, Trevor Keegan, Ryan Hayes, Barnhart, Villiaga, like, Crippen. Like, all these guys have have gone on. I mean, Trente Jones, too. Joel Honigfer for going from offensive line to, to tight end. I thought the receivers blocked well too on the outside to help for Blake Corum and JJ McCarthy when he went out there. Even Hassan Haskins on the edge too. Everybody played well, man. They all did. It was just, it, it was an all-around team victory. It truly was.
2: Oh, now what? Football school? I don't school? know. I
1: don't were, know. Were you football I'm worked school up. again? <laughs> I'm worked up, man. I don't know. I can't. there are so many people out there that I'm sure are feeling the same feeling where it's just like, I keep checking my phone to be like, we, we really beat the shit out of them. Like, Oh my, like this was not a dream. Like pinch me. This is unbelievable.
2: Oh Oh, Um, my God.
1: Well, you know what you said? Now what now we go play for a big 10 championship. Like I said, go to Indy. It's going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. I have to imagine it's going to be like 80% Michigan fans. You got to go play an Iowa team who was playing the best football they've ever played earlier in the season, hasn't been playing as well, but still they're playing pretty damn good. And now this is going to be the real test for, I mean, it's been tested all year, but this rushing game, this offensive line, Iowa has, the best rush defense in in the entire country outside of Georgia. And it's going to be, can Michigan continue to run the ball? And is Cade going to be able to throw on them as well? So I, you know, I don't think this is going to, I think Michigan will be favored. I don't think this is a cakewalk to the big 10 title game though. I think this is going to be a tough game for them for this offense against Iowa.
2: Yeah, and you're not only playing for a Big Ten title, you're playing to secure your spot in the playoff. I mean, right now you you gotta think they're gonna be number two in the rankings. Yeah. But you know, there's still time to drop out. So they gotta they gotta handle their business.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's thankfully it's not at Iowa, right? It's a right. neutral site, uh, which is good, but also, you know, I we haven't really I mean, played we say anything. it's a
2: neutral site too, but I think I think it's like Rose said, I think it's gonna be heavy Michigan fans in there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It's been, it's been way too long for Michigan fans (laughs) not to show up on Saturday. That's for sure. I mean, (laughs) I was, they, they've been there, you know, a few times. um, But I think, I think Michigan fans are forking over whatever it costs to get to Indy and Iowa fans may not be feeling the exact same way. Cause that ticket price keeps driving up. I'm going to, I'm going to have to take on a loan to get there, but <laughs> I'm doing whatever I need to dude. Oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, all right. I do you guys, I feel like we've covered everything. I don't know. I mean, this feeling is going to continue all week and it it's crazy that it was so funny uh, yesterday. Cause everyone's like, dude, are you going to any, are you, what are you doing? Like people were coming up to us after the game at the you know, post game tailgate. And I was just like, you know, calling people and texting people. They're like, I can't believe we're playing next week. And, I, and they're like, what are you doing next week? What's the plan? What is there a blue by 90 tailgate? And I was like, honestly, I have no idea. We've never gotten this far. I've never even <laughs> right. thought past this game. So I don't have a clue. So oh, man. I'm trying to figure it out. We're going to go, we're going to have a tailgate, but we got to figure it out. I I I'm still reeling in what just happened. I I <laughs> give me a second, give me a minute to, to <laughs> comprehend what happened, and then we'll figure it out this week.
2: Oh man, oh. I,
1: I'm jealous, man.
2: I, I would totally, I would love to be there, but we've got a uh, Heather and I have a Christmas party. We have to go do that Saturday. Oh my, and God. it's with a lot of Sparties. A lot of Sparties are going to be there. So Ooh. if we're there at 8 p.m., I'm going to be like, "Sorry guys, I know your team's not here, but my team is. I'm going to be watching this game."
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that this is Michigan's first big 10 championship game?
1: The last time they won a big 10 championship, this game wasn't even created yet.
2: Yeah.
1: Man. So, Hey man, it's going to be a good time. Um, I did, I FaceTime one of my Sparty friends in, uh, after the game last night, he was in Spartan stadium, uh, with his <laughs> goggles on cause it was a snowstorm there. Um, and he Even he had to give it up. I know, obviously, they beat us, and so they can still talk their shit a little bit. And he will, and he did, but um, he had to give it up. He's like, dude, enjoy indie. It's one of the greatest experiences ever. I I can't wait to, to do it. And, you know, what? all you listeners out there, I can't wait to see you, all of you out there. So if you're going, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, or Facebook, whatever you got, you know, and, and let us know. We'll put out a location, and we want to see – Everybody there, get your blue by 90 gear, priority ship it, get your money, moody shirts, <laughs> get your, get your, we're going to put out a, a new pump it up shirt too here soon. So you heard it here first, get it, priority ship it, get it here by Saturday and let's show out for, uh, for this team because they deserve it. Love it. Go blue. Go beat blue. the blue. Go blue, beat the Hawkeyes. You can follow us at blue by 90 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We'll be putting out content all week. Uh and it's it's gonna we're gonna have another episode here. We're gonna try and get some guests on here because we've got some people that are special to us that have been here throughout the season that we want to talk to for sure. So I'm excited. And with that, we say go blue. Big Ten East <sighs> champs, baby. Let's Big that tennis title. champs. Let's fuck